All right. This is the 129th episode of Downtime. I'm here with the two brothers, Jeremy and Jordan. Two brothers. Two brothers. Hello, hello. And I'm back on the podcast. Yeah, we have Elisa back. Hey. Uh, wow, what a what a time to be alive, y'all. What a time to be alive. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. That's one yeah. way to put it. That's yeah. one way to put it. Um, so, COVID-19. COVID-19, y'all. Thoughts? Is that, a, is that a, that's an official name? Yes. Okay, because I've only, so I've only heard coronavirus because the virus itself is shaped like a crown. Right. And then I heard Wuhan virus because it originates in the city of uh, Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. but I, di- I didn't know about Coven 9. It sounds like a cult, actually. It sounds like a, uh, a K-pop group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what's that one? NCT one twenty seven. NCT one twenty seven. You know about that? That sounds like a virus. Um, <laughs> is that a virus? I don't. <laughs> I don't listen to them because they're a pretty new group. Uh, but I'm I'm aware of them. They're I w- I want to say they're like super junior. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Literally junior to super junior. Yes, mm. pretty much. <laughs> so Jordan and I were watching the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade last year, uh, and uh, we saw them. They were in the parade for some reason. No, they, yeah, it's because um, well. The thing with K-pop right now is uh, BTS, uh, Bangtan Sonyeondan, uh, basically proved to the world mm-hmm. that, hey, we like we can have a global following. So a lot of K-pop groups are trying to have a global following as well, which one of them being NCT 127. Yeah, that's, so, that makes sense. And um, that's why they're, they were performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. When we saw their name, we thought it was a police code. <laughs> we got a we got an NCT one twenty seven. It's a bunch of Korean guys around here. <laughs> it, <laughs> it sounds, sounds like, like it. <laughs> yeah, it, sounds kinda, it does sound like kinda, it. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. The one that I'm waiting for is a popular K-pop girl group, and it should have been Blackpink, but I don't know what Blackpink is doing right now aside from modeling. Like straight up, hmm. like last. So uh, in twenty. 20- I want to say it was 2019. They had this uh 2018. Mm-hmm. They had this song called Doo 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 and yeah. it was like such a good song and I thought that they were going to blow up and they did not blow up and I'm just like what's going on? Like they're they're they at Coachella. They're at Coachella last year. They were at Coachella performing that song but right. then they didn't have a new song after that you know what i mean like yeah. they didn't come out with any new music last year they were writing on that song they're like this is gonna take us to the top and they, i guess it didn't it didn't well they came out with like two songs in march and then that that was it like mm-hmm. they didn't have anything else for the rest of the year and it killed the hype yeah so i, I that was the one i thought was gonna be the next big girl group but it didn't happen everyone thought that yeah it was either that or twice um, maybe I not would, twice. I would so twice definitely doesn't care about being global. <laughs> like twice, twice is one of those groups where I feel like it's kind of like BTS, where they didn't. BTS became popular, but they were never actively trying to be globally popular. It just oh, happened. I see. I think twice is gonna be like that mm. potentially because Blackpink is trying to be global, but they're only modeling right now. They're not even right. coming out with music. Oh man, what kind of what? Yeah. I hope they come out with music because I I like their singer a lot. They have their their lead singer is really good. Uh, it's more of a company thing. Like it ha- I don't know how their company's managing them, but mm. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, anyways, 
there there's a bunch of K-pop groups performing at Coachella, and it's debating. People are debating whether or not Coachella will be canceled because. Is of, uh, but my question is, they're debating it's canceled because k-pop groups are coming it's not just like oh we should worry about everyone's safety no, it has to just do with the fact that k-pop nope. groups are coming no that's not the reason i i i just was stating that there's south korean groups coming and oh yeah I was and, worried south, about, and south koreans already on like it's level like two or three or one of them yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's up there um yeah. but a bunch of people in one area you know that's the the main concern yes because you don't course. know who's infected or not so that's why people are like, oh, should we cancel it? Then there's a group that's like, no, let's not cancel it. I have a buddy who's like, he bought tickets. He goes to Coachella like every year. And this is the only year where he's not going. As long as you get a refund, it's all that matters. Yeah. I think it's a re- very reasonable reason yeah. too. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so, I mean, just be safe, you know, wash your hands. If you, I don't know if they're going to continue the event or not. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, people wear face masks all the time at Coachella anyways. Sure. That's true. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. Probably for different reasons, but you know, but <laughs> yeah. it can be multi-purpose. It can, it can be, be multi-purpose. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, but not just Coachella, but in San Francisco, GDC, the Game Developer Conference, has officially been postponed because mm-hmm. of coronavirus. But also, last in the last two weeks, so many companies pulled out of it. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, I I feel like the coronavirus. It's had like a lot of un well not unintended because no one intended the coronavirus but it's had a lot of effects on the gaming industry because there's that whole uh like a lot of the manufacturing is done in china and a lot of that's been put on hold so there's mm-hmm. like all these people don't think that a virus like this would affect the gaming industry but it right. definitely is yeah is, yeah weird to think about it is really weird to think about and just a lot of uh, game uh, game developers, of course, come from Asia, mm-hmm. and they're pulling out because their countries are in code reds or in on different levels of safety. Yeah, and to be fair, in the Bay Area, the a lot of cases are starting to pop up because a cruise. So it's crazy. A cruise ship just docked in near um, Vallejo in the North Bay, and then all of a sudden, like, all of these cases started popping up. Because the whole boat was infected. Yeah. Or something. Someone on the yeah, boat was it, infected. It, it, yeah, it, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty concerning. Yeah. And, the by the way, the boat was not supposed to dock in the Bay Area, like, where yeah. it docked either. It was an emergency dock, and all of a sudden... All of these cases started popping up. They're just, they just quarantined everyone. Imagine being on that boat. That would suck. Wasn't there a, a cruise ship in, I think it was Japan? Australia. Or... It was in Australia. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they, they quarantined everyone and then yeah. it got worse because everyone was, was trapped. Yeah. I, I think the idea was like there was a few people on the ship that had the virus. And so they quarantined the ship. But what ended up happening was everyone on the ship ended up getting the yeah, virus. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, made it worse. Yeah. It they contained it, worse. but like they contained it you know yeah. <laughs> something like that yeah. it's really frightening yeah i would never want to be on that cruise ship or I would never be now i don't want to go on a cruise yeah, <laughs> yeah. you never know it's scary it's just a big metal box that you're trapped in on the sea yep it's uh are you two still going to japan so speaking of that yeah we're still going to japan tomorrow we're going to exchange our currency hey um, <laughs> shout out listen listen yeah. no coronavirus is going to stop us that's fair <laughs> Um, I've been getting a lot of reports from my friends about the condition over there. A lot of them are like, yeah, it's just business as usual. The government's just freaking out. Um, and they're, they're saying the plus side is there's less tourists. Do you I think it's true? Uh, do you think that I feel like tourism is going to take a huge hit? Everywhere. Absolutely. But it's good for us because there's no people. We can see all the things. Yeah, so I was about to say, I, I want to take advantage of that. Like hell yeah. c- come around like in the summer when like, yep. honestly, if you're planning to go to anywhere, like the plane tickets are really cheap right now. 
I, yeah. I believe. At least I look into it. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard uh, tickets to Hawaii are really Oh, they're like right $99. Now. Yeah. And I was like, I've <laughs> yeah. never seen it that low. Yeah, like, like, what the heck? No one's going, no one's traveling. Yeah, no one wants to go anywhere. So, People are risking it. So what I've heard, because uh, I have a friend who I recently met up with who was in the Philippines, and she was talking about how, like, she was talking about, well, she traveled around Asia, but she yeah. was recently in the Philippines, and then she came back for a little bit, and she was talking about how um, the coronavirus is, like, as a virus, it's not as bad as people are making it sound. Oh, I, I completely agree like, with don't, that. Don't get me wrong. It's, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Like, it's a virus, obviously. But you're not going to die from it unless you have an already weakened immune system or yes. you're elderly or, you know, like, you're very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, the average person is not going to die. Like, obviously, you don't want to get it. It's it's going to be like having the flu. 100%. Um, but people are making it sound like it's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I had another friend of mine was talking about how she went to Costco and people are just stocking up on supplies. Oh, like I it's know, the world is right? ending. That doesn't make it's any sense like, to me. Uh, it's not the apocalypse. Yeah. It's, just the flu. it's not even the black plague. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not just, wiping it, out entire civilizations. It like. really is equivalent to a flu. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. It's just the mass flu. Yeah. And I don't know why people are stocking up on toilet paper. It's like, okay i know <laughs> yeah or like water it's like sure it's nice to have lots of water but, but the flu's not gonna go into the water <laughs> you don't need to act yeah. like it's yeah like the yeah. world is ending i don't know yeah just follow regular precautions everything like we're probably gonna have a vaccine in a month or so so sure. just you know stay posted but do very reasonable things like washing your hands yep. and uh washing your hands just uh if someone, if you're sick, then stay at home and don't go to work is yeah. one of the biggest things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but or school. If you have yeah. hand sanitizer, bring it, use it. It doesn't matter if it's the portable one, if it's the one with the little squirty handle, like bring it, use it, share it with people. Um, don't touch your face. Don't touch, you know, any part of your body that is susceptible to be, you know, giving you a disease. Yeah. Because uh, if you're touching those, those public transportation handles, then, you know, there's a chance there's something on there, so you want to wash your your hands or use uh use hand sanitizer. Yeah. And um, follow the CDC website because it has the most up to date information. Don't don't read Reuters. Don't read Newsweek. You know that the follow the the place follow the source and the CDC is the source. Mm-hmm. I think people are just figuring out too much. Yeah. Overall. It's like when people fr- were freaking out about stars or yeah. bird flu or, or, or swine flu. Or swine flu. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. H1N1. Other I remember ones. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Elisa, Jordan and I are still going. We don't really, we're not, I'm not too worried. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I think the most vulnerable place would probably be like, like around airport areas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but other than that, I think it's fine. You think we're going to get a whole row to ourselves? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're going to Taiwan first. We got to... We got to, like, transfer there. Oh, yeah. And oh, Taiwan's dude. closer to China. Yeah, so <laughs> can you get to have your own... If you get your own row, you could sleep. It'll uh, be heck a good yeah. time. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, speaking of people freaking out too much, when I come back, my company is putting me on a two-week quarantine, so I'll be forced to work from home. Well, on top of that, I recently found out that my whole company is forcing everyone to work from home starting immediately today. Um, For how long? TBA. It could be a month. Could be oh, two. Until everything cools down. Yeah. I so guess. next week, next couple weeks before we go to Japan, Jordan, I'm going to be at home working. Hey. <laughs> all, all I don't right, want to. Right. I don't want to be at home, but I actually I'm forced to. So there's nothing I can do about it. Like I'd rather be in the office. I feel more productive in the office. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I want to be at home so I could watch Altered Carbon while I work. <laughs> Ooh. Have you have you started watching? It? I only started watching episode one of of, of, of this of, season. Of two. this current yeah. season. 
Uh, it, it, it's interesting. I, I finished the second season. It's For sure. Interesting. I, I already like it because I think the actors are already better than the first season. Yeah, that's what I've... A lot of the reviews I've read were saying was, like, the actor's a lot more charismatic than... Yes. Uh, what's his name? Joel Kinnaman or something like that? I don't even remember that actor's name anymore, but Anthony Mackie's been around for a long time, so... Yeah. Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Season one of Altered Carbon was good, and I liked it, but I think because the acting wasn't um, so great, like, that was was one of my detractors. Like, the... uh, I forgot her name, but the cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I already forgot her name, but... She bothered me a lot. So, uh, yeah, there, there was, I think the acting was a little off and yeah. some of the writing was pretty cheesy. Yeah. But I, I really liked the concept I of it. I liked the concept uh, the too. High con- the high sci-fi concept of yes. it was just, and the visuals were really, really, really cool. Yes. And the action sequences. Like there's a lot to love about Altered Carbon. So I wouldn't say it's like a perfect series, but yeah. if you're interested in it's like, fun. yeah, high fantasy or sorry, high sci-fi concept uh, body switching uh, cyberpunk yeah kind of thing, then yeah it's it's really cool on netflix yes well i think i can check it out i have time now yeah now you have time <laughs> definitely <laughs> while it's i'm cool. working yep um yeah or you have time to play games yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about what we're playing later all right uh the next news story i want to bring up is about this brazilian gamer who was sentenced to 116 years in prison i don't know the story why so. do you guys think a gamer would be sentenced to 116 so, years well, in prison? well here's a question did he do something specifically game related she she it's a she, she. <laughs> sorry sorry um, to make that assumption uh i no, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. No, it, it, I'm looking at the article summary, and it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, because then that seems kind of clickbaity. Because it's like yeah. you can be a gamer, but then do something that's not game related and still go to jail. I think it's. I think it is related to her game. Okay, oh, gaming. Okay, okay, no, her gaming uh, uh, career. Her oh, gaming oh career. Okay, so yeah. it's set in Brazil. <laughs> it's 116 years. Um. I. Man, what would it be? Did she kill someone? No. Okay. Um. By the way, uh, the maximum amount of prison time you can serve in Brazil is thirty years. So she okay. got more than that. Wait, so, so it had to be multiple charges then. Uh, yeah, right? you know. <laughs> and she didn't kill anyone. No, she didn't kill is anyone. Is it scam related? Yeah. <gasps> okay. Ooh, all right. Okay. Scam, so scams are pretty. Like I was about right. to say, that's. I think that's deserving of some time. If she scammed like over two hundred people or something. Let me. Like that. I'll yeah. read the summary to you guys. This is from Business Insider. So okay. Cheyenne Shea. It's S H capital A Y. I don't know. <laughs> Victorio right. is a Brazilian pro esports player turned influencer with tens of thousands of followers across social media. She was recently sentenced to one hundred and sixteen years in prison. Um. Uh, she was convicted on fraud charges related to an online store she helped run from 2013 to 2017. More than 100 customers said that they never received orders or refunds from the shop. Victoria and her lawyer say they're appealing the ruling, and she pointed to a former partner in the business as the responsible party. So there you go. Oh. What are the laws in Brazil for um, scamming like that? Uh, Apparently like- go to prison. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Cause- yeah. If it was from 2013 to 2017, that seems like a lot of scams. Yeah, that's a lot of scams. It builds up. That's probably why there's such a long sentence. And 100 people, too. I I don't know how the law works in Brazil. I assume at some point, like, that'll get reduced. 
I don't think they're going to... What's it? Yeah. Parole? There you yeah, go. Or something. I, again, I don't know how it works in, in Brazil. Here in the US, I don't think they're going to make someone like that serve the rest of their life because of a scam. Yeah. Not that, again, not that that isn't bad, mm-hmm. but I feel like I feel like the headline makes it sound a lot crazier. Than oh, yeah, no. Is. And again... I thought she killed someone. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. But again, the maximum sentence in Brazil is 30 years. So if if at anything, she'll be serving at most 30 years. You know what happens when someone's sentenced for 116 years? They're, that, that they're using it as an example. So Right. Yeah, like a deterrent. Like yes. a deterrent. There's yeah. a dude in the U.S. who, like, today, this morning or yesterday, who was sentenced to 775 years. I'm like, okay, why would you give him that specific amount? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, he did. I forgot what he did. It was something terrible. But like, 700 years? Like, do you think he's gonna live all yeah. those years? Is he's not that's an uh, elf or something? I think you it's know, just to make a point. It's, all, sure. it's always to yeah. make a point. Right. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. <laughs> but like, I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, I thought that was a pretty crazy story. I wanted to share it with you guys. What was sold at the store? It just says the store. I don't some online store. Okay. Some, some gaming stuff. Can you imagine if she just sold t shirts and you know, <laughs> keychains? She didn't send keychains. Don't, don't stickers, fuck with Brazil. <laughs> don't fuck with Brazil. <laughs> like, that's, they're like, hey, we had the Olympics here and now it's over. We gotta find some other ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um uh, uh so Halo Combat Evolved, the remastered edition that's part of the Master Chief Collection on Steam, recently dropped with no announcement. They were just like, hey, it's available. And uh, if you guys didn't know that the whole collection is very modder friendly, so any mods that you either really liked or created back in uh, the Halo 1, Halo 2 days on the PC, because there's Halo 2 for Windows Vista, Yeah. Um, you can actually convert those over to uh, the cool. Master Chief Collection. Yeah, yeah. That is pretty cool. So now there's people, like when Reach came out uh, on PC, there were a lot of people on servers and then if you shoot a certain weapon, like an object will fly out. Like people were shooting, using like needlers to shoot out warthogs. Like <laughs> it was just insane. Mm-hmm. Or like using a gun to shoot out another gun because like they just modded it that way. And yeah. the developers are like, yeah, they encourage it. They're like, yeah, we want more people to do this kind of thing. Well, yeah, because it's, it's like with people making mods for Skyrim or Oblivion. Right. Like, it increases the longevity of the game. Like, yeah. People are going to play it a lot more now that there's, like, custom game modes that you can make with mods and things like that. So yeah, I like to think of the story of Just Cause 2 uh, for PC. It, someone yeah. made a multiplayer mod where you could have, like, up to 100 people in one server, and it was so popular that it eventually became part of the game, and the developers just added it on as a free thing on Steam. So now it's a separate download, and I thought that I was really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of multiplayer mods, there's a Skyrim multiplayer mod that's uh-huh. been in the works for a while. Uh, I played one of the like test versions of it, and it's like it's really buggy, obviously, <laughs> but it's kind of cool running around Skyrim and you see your friend. And but it's like it's janky because obviously Skyrim is not meant to be multiplayer. So like the way they did it was basically two people are playing and their game sync up, and in your game you see an NPC, but that NPC mimics the other player oh you're telling me that yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of interesting but uh, i haven't checked up on it for a while but i want i kind of want to go back and see how that one's doing oh hell yeah that sounds so cool when because halo vault was announced a while ago but was it or am i thinking of something different like there was a halo collection that was announced the master chief collection the master chief collection yeah that came out last month uh yeah, Reach came out last month. Oh, oh January. Okay, okay. Sorry, it came out in January. Got it. So these are two completely different things. Uh, which one? Halo Reach and then Halo. 
The one that came out last month and then this. Oh, so they're part of the same collection. Oh, they're part of the same collection. Yeah. Got it. So what's so this collection originally came out on the Xbox One. You see, that's that's what yeah, I thought. Okay, yeah. that's why that's where I was confused. There you for go. A bit. Yeah. Okay. No, no, and uh, they really they recently released it on Steam so that more PC players, you know, can be. Oh um, yeah, of course. Why know, not? A wider audience. Um, more games are being released on pc too hell yeah yeah i love it the yakuza games are on pc yes they're on steam and yeah, i never thought they'd be I, there I, I think the downside is a lot of these console ports sometimes aren't done well oh, God. because yeah. it's like oh well pc is a big market so let's make our game for pc right yeah. and then they don't really optimize it for pc or they yep. the controls are really weird because they didn't you know like configure it properly for pc mm-hmm. and so like it's a good thing that a lot of stuff is coming to pc i just hope that they start doing a better job at it sometimes yeah that's why the master chief collection is taking so long because they're optimizing it for pc and i'm totally fine with that i think <laughs> that if you opt if you're optimizing it in such a way uh where you want it uh to perfection on pc then you do have to take more time on it yeah so i respect it i mean look at cyberpunk 2077 yeah. it's been delayed so and i'm fine with it because i want them to make a perfectly polished game yeah yeah can I bring up a topic that you two talked about last week? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. So you two were talking about last week how Phil Spencer of Xbox uh, made the comment that Nintendo and PlayStation were no, were no longer competition to Xbox and how Amazon and Google were the real competitors yeah. and cloud gaming is the future. Mm-hmm. I wanted to weigh in because I I wasn't on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have very mixed feelings about the statement. So first, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about how uh, Phil Spencer is right. I think oh. I think Phil. So first, so first, Phil Spencer is right because I do think eventually there is gonna be a future with cloud gaming, and it makes sense. Sure, yeah. yeah. And um, I don't think that PlayStation, uh, to my to my knowledge, I don't think that PlayStation has even remotely started doing proper research or doing collaborations with people like Amazon or Google to even like not like I don't ex- like I don't expect PlayStation for example to be like 20 years into research but right. I don't think they've even like like, like started started or? kind yeah. of or even like treaded the water yeah there's there's PlayStation now right but it's I, defunct yeah and it's, it's defunct so I and PlayStation has always been very much like about the console and just about the hardware itself. So I don't think that PlayStation has intentions of really switching into cloud-based gaming for a while. Mm-hmm. I do think that they do have to not necessarily switch immediately because I don't think they should switch immediately, but they should start looking into it. Mm-hmm. And then that's the only that's actually the only <laughs> point to why I think Phil Spencer's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think majority of Phil Spencer's statement is not necessarily wrong, but very misguided. Mm-hmm. So first, to implement full cloud gaming to perfection, it's not just about the gaming company and the gaming servers itself, but it's reliant on, say, like your LTE. It's reliant on your data plan. It's reliant yeah. on a bunch of things yeah. that are not necessarily in control or partner in partnership with gaming. So the idea that cloud gaming is the future is is a thing, but I don't think it's a future that we're going to see in 10 years because there's just so many factors that are involved. And I think the issues of saying that Amazon and Google are the only 
like competitors. So yes, they obviously have cloud-based systems and infrastructures, but there I but basically like with Google Stadia, what I've seen so far is I don't think they have a really full grasp of what the gamer wants to be uh like mm-hmm. and I don't think they've like I think that Google basically rushed it. I think that yeah. they just needed more time work, you know, like a lot more years working on it and yeah, they, they could They shipped the beta console. Exactly. <laughs> they shipped the beta console. So I so in terms of Phil Spencer's statement, I, I it's not going to happen for a very long time. And I agree with the last week's statement where it's like VR, where mm-hmm. VR is Yeah, exactly. VR is still being worked on and like no one is really going to get VR until one, it's a lot cheaper and two VR is light like glasses mm-hmm. so yeah. like it, there's there's just a lot of there's a lot of things in technology that we say are gonna like is near future but it's not at all yeah and another point for another point that i would say against phil spencer is um nothing is ever going to be having something downloaded so i think about netflix i think like when I stream Netflix on Bart and I didn't and I forgot to download the episode directly on my phone, mm-hmm. like it, you know, like sometimes it'll get shitty or you go in a in a hot, you know, in a black spot. But then if you have the episode downloaded on your phone, it's always going to work successfully. Right. There's always going to be no issues, which is why Nintendo is always going to be successful in the portable. Of course. In the portable realm, because Nothing is going to beat having the game physically downloaded on your hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the internet connection part is always going to be a limitation. Exactly. For cloud gaming. It's always going to, there's always going to be some limitation to it. And even cloud-based gaming in your home, nothing will ever beat having the thing physically downloaded to your hardware mm-hmm. and being able to play it successfully. Right. That's, es- yeah. Especially if, and especially if you're in a place that's not, San Francisco or Los Angeles right. or New York. Yeah. What if you're in the middle of the Midwest? <laughs> right. You know, like some of the exceptions to that would be like, you know, Kansas, certain par- parts of Kansas have have fiber. You have gigabit fiber. Yeah. But then if you're not in there. Yeah. If you're not in Kansas, well, then like, yeah, you're in some rural area yeah. in the woods yeah. and you exactly. really want to play games. It's exactly. Like, you yeah. can't unless you have insanely good internet. So yeah. that's, that's why to your point and to your point last week, Jordan, I think that Nintendo will always be king of like that thing because they're a toy company they will always be buy our physical game or download it via eShop yeah, directly it. yeah and i think that we're gonna grow up in that generation where our kids will be like why isn't it playing well because like is something wrong with the internet connection you know when i'm playing this game you're like back in my day we downloaded our games and <laughs> we had cartridges I, we yeah. got cartridges cartridges and discs and they're yeah. like man i don't get that get that baby's <laughs> toy out of here <laughs> gotta use your hands <laughs> it's like a baby's toy but yeah, that, I just wanted to bring. Uh, I just wanted to say my stance on that. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. I was actually going to ask you about uh, your opinion on that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was. But you did it. Yeah. I did it. You anyways. did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think. Yeah. I think we we're all in agreement that he Phil Spencer's comment is yes, but no. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, yes, but no. Yeah. Well, yes, but no. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's. It's true, but it's misguided and mm-hmm. it's misleading. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Google, despite them having a game system, they're still not a game developer, not a game company, right? Yeah. And 
they're trying to get there. They're trying to be that with their Stadia brand. And I think it's very noble of them. And I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's something in the right direction. It. Yeah, exactly. And I think... Why not? Yeah. Google didn't lose any money out of this. Oh, hell no. <laughs> like, Google's still rich. You see, that's another thing. And just going off of another point, like with PlayStation. So Google and Microsoft they have disposable income to actually oh, yeah. work on it. Play, uh, uh, Sony does not. Mm-hmm. Sony actually has to do things, um, and which is, um, which I will say, in fairness to Sony, they don't have budget to just do research on, like, put a bunch of money towards cloud-based gaming. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft and Google can throw so much, mm-hmm. and it's not going to affect their budget in any way whatsoever. Yeah, uh, based on I have some experience doing a contract job for Google, uh, and so I, I got to go to some Google conferences. Yeah, and so one thing I sort of got exposed to was the fact that Google just they make so many products, like so much. Yeah, <laughs> and their their approach is I guess what you call like a shotgun approach. Mm-hmm. You just fire everything. You know, you just for try sure. to yeah, try to make a hit, just like uh, by making as many things as possible. And hopefully something lands. Yeah. But because they can do that because they have so much money. And yeah, like at the Google conferences, there's like, you know, there's your typical things like Android and uh, G Suite, etc. Then you have all these really random side projects that you've never heard of. And you're like, what, what is this? What was the weirdest thing you can <laughs> say? Like, what can you talk about? That's the weirdest thing you saw. Um, or if you can't, that's fine. Uh, I don't know if there's any. I mean, I don't know how many people are familiar with Waymo. Have you heard of that? Nope. It's like a self-driving car thing. Oh, okay. I yeah. have heard the name before. And then Google also has been acquiring a lot of things. Okay, like, yeah. Do you yeah. know that Nest is owned by Google? Oh, yep, I yeah. Knew, yeah. I that's knew that. That's a recent thing. And so, yeah, like Google's just been buying up stuff and creating random projects. And then, like, I was working on a chat application uh, when I my, in my time there. And I, I remember someone mentioning Google has, like, 10 or more, like, chat applications. Yeah. And so it's like, you don't, as a company, you don't need that many. You just need, like, one or two. Just for G-Chats. I didn't, yeah. I thought G-Chats was the only one. No, there's, like, Hangouts chat. And there's, oh. like, this, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, it, Google just, yeah. They're Google all connected. And Microsoft. It's- and all these other big tech companies, they can afford to just make tons of products. Right. Yes. See if it works or not. And I, I don't know. Like as as it's been shown in the gaming industry, usually it takes one person to start it to like make one big push for it. Yeah. Yes. And then somebody yeah. else will come along and make a better version. Oh, I completely. So I agree. honestly don't think Stadia will be the ultimate version of it's, this. It won't. Oh yeah. heck no. Because <laughs> like, yeah yeah. I do personally believe at this stage, I think Microsoft is gonna create is gonna be the first to create a really good cloud-based gaming system because they already have a very successful streaming platform. Um, but it's not going to be for a while. Yeah. 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 It's not going to be next yeah, year. Like you said, like with yeah. VR, it's going to yeah. take a while for it to be mainstream. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I think in VR's case, as, as we've, we've discussed this to death, uh, it just needs to be cheaper. Yeah. That's it needs all. to be cheaper and more consumer friendly, which it, it hasn't we're yeah. sort of there but not really so a valve index valve index is, is one thousand dollars yeah well, so no well, i'm good it's, it's not just about the consumers it's also about the developers you sure. have to have more developers willing to adopt it too yeah but again that, that's that, a very that's a very good point yeah and it, it goes hand in hand with consumers because like sure. it's weird because it's like you need the consumers to buy up on it for developers to want to make content mm-hmm. but you also need developers to be making content for consumers to want to buy it yeah so it, it's kind of a weird situation kind of a catch-22 scenario yeah, yeah no totally 100 percent um i mean going off of that i'm excited for half-life alex but i know i can't play it 
because uh, I don't have a VR system. I don't have any, none of my computers. You don't have run. a $1,000 VR system. Sadly, no, I'm not that rich. <laughs> also, it helps to have like so, um, space. You uh, know? We don't have space. <laughs> Our apartment's pretty small. And I don't want to move the table. Shout out to San Francisco <laughs> and these small apartments. Yeah, because like one of my, I only know one person who has a VR headset. He has an Oculus. But he has a room and, for yeah, it. Yeah, he has like a huge, like his living room is big and he, and he has his desktop and everything yep. set up in his living room. Yep. And like, he has so much room to just move around and kick things and yeah like you need you need like a good rig and the headset and mm. the games mm-hmm. and the space and this vr it's is not accessible it's just not accessible right now that's fair i'll sell one of my 10 lamborghinis to get one it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much we, we we need we need some of that black mirror stuff we just you put the little thing on your oh, head. oh yeah, yeah. And you're just, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. in it you just oh. sit down and you're just and it's fully immersive there's no nothing, <sighs> yeah as cool as that is it's also scary it's really scary uh, how do you like you can't feel anything i don't know how it works like how do you yeah. wake up what, what if there's a fire will you know that there's a fire exactly. in your house while you're sitting there you don't <laughs> i don't know that was I, a daniel kaluuya episode right yes right? but th- there's been multiple episodes okay they, yeah. they've used that concept they've used the concept multiple, yeah. yeah multiple episodes. Multiple, multiple times yeah uh so yeah Thank you for sharing your thoughts on on that subject, Elisa. Yeah, no worries. When I heard the episode, I had a ve- I had very strong opinions when he first said that. So uh, yeah, Phil Spencer, man, what are you doing, Philly P? Yeah, <laughs> and, I agree with a lot of what Phil Spencer says regularly. Like I think he like I think he is, has potential to be sort of like a God who is the guy from Apple. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah, I think he. I think there is creative vision there. Sure, he's creative. Like he's like. But there needs to be a technical person, like a was, like a was, mm-hmm. which I don't know who that is. But. I don't think there is one, but I mean, yeah. maybe there is. We just don't know about we, that. Yeah, person. exactly. Maybe we just don't know. Yeah. And then you got Nintendo in the corner, just be like, "What's what's Cloud Gaming about? Huh? Oh well, you, can, uh, what's VR? you got Mario. I know. <laughs> yeah, VR. What? <laughs> we got a theme park opening up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nintendo's chilling, and they're gonna keep taking that niche market as long as the people want mobile games, right? So yeah, yep, pretty much. Yeah. Those family-friendly games. I mean, exactly. not that it's all family-friendly. They have Doom now on Switch <laughs> and so. Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, like, like I said, la- I think last episode, people are not buying a Switch for Doom or for oh, Skyrim. No. Like, they're buying it to the buy the reason. shovelware on the yeah. eShop. <laughs> oh, I gotta give props to Nintendo for letting indie games, like you know, oh, shine. Oh yeah, they you know? flourished, and now Cuphead's yeah. on the Switch. Yeah, like, like, like what I, the... I heard, indie developers are really happy with the Switch because yeah. of how friendly it is towards indies. Oh yeah, and gooses. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The unnamed goose game. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, speaking of games, I mean, this whole podcast is about it. This yeah. is a weird segue. What are you guys playing? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the smoothest segue <laughs> to what we're playing ever. <laughs> Thank you. I tried. <laughs> All right, Lisa. Lisa. Okay, so I finished Octopath Traveler. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm going to record an episode by myself that goes into the storylines of all the eight characters for a bit because i really i do want to talk about that i really enjoyed octopath traveler i it's definitely in my top five for jrpgs that i've played i think that it is the stories are very good they're very fun i like all the characters and i think that the the turn-based battle was actually quite difficult and oh, it wow. and it was there was a lot of strategy that I had to put into thinking about, oh, where like which move should I do first? Like should I do magic? Should I um, should I do a physical attack to break this shield? Should I 
lower um this enemy's attack attack points like there was a lot that i had to think about and Mm -hmm. as you know um each character has a different set of abilities that you just have to create the perfect combination for each boss so for all the eight characters so i when i started the game and the first half of the game i was like i have a core four and this is not going to change by the end of the game my core four had completely changed (laughs) and each battle i was using a different group of people i feel like that's good game design right yeah like, it, it is kind good of game forces design. you to have to try to use all of them at some point i completely agree it i had to think about like i had to think about the boss in terms of because each boss has three levels mm-hmm. it's one of those games where okay. of course like he gets harder when he's like has like one third left change. yep and the mechanics okay. change and once you got to chapter four for each character, which is the last chapter of each um, path, all the bosses, so the bosses to break their, um, I guess to break their shield so that you can do, so each boss has weaknesses and there's a counter where if you hit the boss with this weakness like eight times, for example, then you can do whatever attack that you want. So it's like, sure. for example, um, this person is, has a weakness to ice. Attack with ice eight times, and then after that, you can attack with f- anything like thunder, fire for that round until the shield regenerates. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, th- but th- once you got to chapter four, like the weaknesses were constantly changing. So, I had to re- I had to really think about it. There were quite a few. There were quite a few heartbreaking boss losses. I lost when there was like 10,000 HP left on the boss. Oh. Out of, like when there was like only an eighth left, but then the boss like did something and completely obliterated my people. No. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So it was a it was a really uh it was a great JRPG though cuz it it wasn't just a simple turn-based game. Is that is Octopath Traveler a Switch exclusive? It is not a Switch exclusive anymore. It's oh, also okay. But I'm glad that I got it on Switch because a lot of the game is grinding. Um, so I wanted one of the reasons I wanted to get a Switch was to play this game. And when I found out last year it came out on PC, I was like, oh, I should get it on PC then. But then I thought about it and I was like, wait, but if I feel like a JRPG is just great for a commute, like and I work late nights at least majority of my life so <laughs> so perfect yeah it's <laughs> for mobile exactly so i i wanted to play this game mobile and it was the it was a great choice playing it on switch i definitely i would not get octopath on pc i would get it on switch mm-hmm. yeah i i think yeah that, that's one way that nintendo shines is because it's uh they folk they're heavily focusing on the mobile the handheld part of it um the single-player games can really shine because you can just start it, put it down, you know, pick it up whenever you want. Exactly. As opposed to, like, these huge multiplayer games now where you need good internet connection, mm-hmm. you need to be dedicated and sit down, you can't just pause it, you know. That's, you know, that's not really Nintendo's thing other than maybe Splatoon. But, yeah, other than that, yeah, like, Nintendo really shines with, hey, I want to play this game, this really long game, but I'll just, you know, play it whenever I'm traveling. Or play exactly. Or whenever I'm in the office and have nothing to do, you know. Yeah, it's perfect. That's what Animal Crossing is going to be for me. I know. (laughs) I think it's going to be like that for a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. 
I a few point a few story points that I'll go more in depth when I record a separate spoiler cast. Um, my ending party for people who actually played Octopath. So my ending party is Cyrus because Cyrus is the character that I chose, who's a black mage. Um, Therion, who is the thief, and he's a combination of stealing and physical attack. Oh, um, he was also part of my original party so he's the only character who lasted from my original party wow um like cyrus and therion and then the there's two new people who swapped but the two people who swapped are characters where i didn't realize their full potential until they reached like level 50 it was one of those things where it was like oh these characters are kind of weak but then once they hit like level 30 i'm like okay there's actually like some very solid use with these characters and then by the time they reach level four it's like i'm completely switching out all these characters because like that's cool yeah so there's there's just a lot of thinking involved so the last two characters that i had were um um alfin alfin's an apothecary so he is combination of black mage and white mage in the form of potions as well Mm. as a physical character so he's both Mm -hmm. and then um my last character was tressa and Tressa is more of a support character through skills. So she grants um, she grants um, level like max levels for people and whatnot. Okay, so that's yeah, cool. so I was so there was just a lot of things that I had to think about. And um, my favorite, my I think my favorite character in terms of um. um strength and party is cyrus which was the original character i chose the black mage my favorite story though was alfin and i'll go more into that um next time look out for that podcast look out for that podcast Cool. Yeah. So, uh, I also know you played the Final Fantasy remake oh, the demo. demo. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, okay. let's hear it. All right. <laughs> I played the Final Fantasy VII demo, and it took about 40 minutes to complete wow. the mission. Yeah. It, okay. I had to watch the original Final Fantasy VII game after, because as, was, as I was playing, I was like, I wonder how close to the original bombing yeah, mission. That's what I was wondering. I wonder how close to the original bombing mission it was. I would say even there's like some one-offs, but it's like ninety percent accurate to the original bombing mission. Oh, it's pretty like it's pretty cool. They do some like one-off dialogues because like the dialogue back then was you know yeah text <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so they they changed it up. It's pretty it's pretty close, including the original bombing mission theme song which a lot of fans who played final fantasy 7 they know exactly what that song is it's mm. one it's one of their most pop it's one of final fantasy's most popular songs of the entire original soundtrack of their series and franchise i thought that the i thought that the demo was actually pretty great it was a really entertaining game the graphics looked great uh midgar looked awesome the characters were good um you play um for anyone who doesn't really know what happens in the first mission of final fantasy 7 you're just trying to put a bomb on a reactor and um 
I can't go much into much more detail beyond that because that's kind of a spoiler. But you start off with like four characters who yourself is Cloud. You start off with kind of like a like a not a henchman, but like your sidekick. His name's Barrett. And then you start off with two other people who I already forgot their names, but it's okay. <laughs> but, well, this is why. Um, so in the demo, you could actually play as Barrett too. Ah, but you can't play as the other two characters. Is he the guy with the gun arm? He is the one with the gun arm. Uh, so call him Barrett for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're going through the game. Uh, the active battle system is very interesting. So it's you're building up your gauges, and you have and in the demo, I'm pretty sure it's gonna increase when you. Uh, play the game or it's going to come faster but you interesting but there's two gauge up to two gauges you can get in the demo and so you keep attacking until you get to the gauge and then when you get to the gauge you can attack um one of the machines with like a special skill or something like that or Mm -hmm. you can or you can attack with um magic or do something different aside from just regular slash but there was one thing that I didn't get in the demo, and I feel like there was probably a way to do it, but I just completely missed it. So in battles, I could not heal unless I had my gauges filled up. So normally in typical JRPG, you could just throw a potion out whenever. Yeah. I could not throw out potions unless my gauges were filled. And I that was surprising. Mm. Mm. I didn't know... Uh, like. The thing is, the level of the boss and the reactor you had to fight was just so low that it was kind of like I could deal with it. And it was like so like not as significant. But I like it made me think like for future bosses, when things start to get seriously like, oh, so you can only heal when you like when you filled up these gauges. But uh, and the eight the ATB gauges, but you can't just like heal like whenever you want. What? That sounds really challenging. It sounds really challenging. I will say the combat system was fun because not only could you play with Barrett, but you can switch back and forth. So Cloud and Barrett. So Cloud, if for for anyone who doesn't know about Final Fantasy, Cloud is someone with the with a huge ass sword, mm-hmm. Buster Sword. He's and got skinny arms for some reason. Yes, skinny arms. Uh, you carrying that around? How do you have <laughs> skinny arms? Just gotta say. I know, right? <laughs> and then Barrett it has a is has an arm that's a gun and so one of them short range the other one's long range so in this demo you're fighting some flying machines as well as you're you're fighting some close range robots you have to switch back and forth um the one thing um i played on normal and you can when you're playing with one character you could also send commands to the other character too okay um and i had to do that a lot because i one thing is sometimes when I'm playing with Cloud, I didn't feel like Barrett was shooting as much as he could shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes I had to, sw- instead of like doing the command system where I was handing out commands, I actually had to manually switch back and forth so I can fill up the gauges faster. Oh, I, I imagine. I, I feel like that's intended, though. I feel yeah. like they want you to switch between characters. I definitely, I, I agree. I think it's much more like you can give, com- I think you, the intention is you can give commands, but you have to fill up the gauge yourself by doing attacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a remake, not it a remaster. A remake. Not yes. a remaster. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I will say I I enjoyed it. I can understand though if someone found this battle system very difficult. Mm-hmm. And definitely, if you've never played um, like an active battle system like this, I would say go with easy. 
When is it anyway similar to uh, fifteen? Final Fantasy fifteen. I would say that it's it's harder than fifteen. Um, someone said this on the Discord, but someone said it was like a like a combination, like a in between a Final Fantasy thirteen and Final Fantasy fifteen. Hmm. Whoever said that, that's that's pretty accurate to what the battle system was. I'd say. Got it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's it's kind of like it's it's a sweet spot. It's like challenging enough from hmm. Final Fantasy 15, I which I okay. thought Final Fantasy 15's battle system was pretty was on the easier side. Would would you recommend this game to anyone who's never played a Final Fantasy game before? Thank you for asking me this question. <laughs> I can't wait to get into this. Okay. I now that I've gone through that and uh, the demo's great by the way. I have a, a very different opinion about Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that in Square Enix's marketing for this game, they're not calling this Final Fantasy VII, the remake part one, or they're not calling it Final Fantasy VII, the remake volume one, yeah. or they're not indicating that this is part one of something. And that really irks me as someone who has played Final Fantasy VII before. Because the whole game is not in Midgar. The whole game is... This This first part of the remake is in Midgar. Okay. And any, so in Final Fantasy VII, the original game, if you played it on PlayStation, it's three discs. So what I'm... So in my head, what I'm assuming is there's going to be a part for each... So disc. like yeah, three games. Yeah. So there's there would or be th- episodes exactly or three games or three episodes total. So this whole mid so so this demo as you know it, it's gonna take place in that city of Midgar. That's the whole thing. And so you're only gonna play with Cloud. You're only gonna play with Eris. You're only gonna play with Barrett. You're only gonna play with Tifa. But you're not gonna meet like Yuffie or like Vincent and all the all all these other people presumably until you get to part two and three. So now let's go back like 15 years ago or 12 years ago when we first saw this demo from Square Enix that they no one knew it was going to blow up and then pressured Square Enix into saying, oh, maybe we should remake this game. Mm -hmm. So it took what however the fuck it took 12, like 10, 12, 15 years for them to remake this game. But it's only this like third of the game. It's only this Midgar portion and they're not even advertising it or they haven't even mentioned a rollout schedule of so this is part episode one episode two is going to come out in 2022 episode three the final is going to come out in 2024 and you're going to get a collector's edition for it no they Mm. didn't like they haven't even like announced any of that Mm. and as someone who has actually played final fantasy 7 I know that this is not the whole game, and so my so my question, which I think was a question, I, like I I've talked about this a few times, but now it's really coming together. How much is this game for a third of the original game? And you're not even advertising the fact it's gonna happen in multiple episodes, and I'm kind of worried about the rollout of this whole Final Fantasy VII game because. For example, what if it only took, what if this part, part one, actually took the 12 years to make? What if they haven't even started oh, like they making don't have anything? Exactly. What if they haven't even, like, started the, like, 
the juicy stuff of disc two? Like, what if they're still only on like one year of disc two development? I, could be possible. I think yeah. it's with Square Enix's track record. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And you see, like, these are the things that that worry me about the the way that this is advertised. So, if you're, I'm gonna just say this, like. You're going to enjoy this game if you've never played this game before because there's no expectation for you. You're just going to play this and it's going to be totally fine. But and there's going to be people who are diehard Final Fantasy 7 fans who are going to play this no matter what. And as a person who likes Final Fantasy 7 enough, th- I'm s- skeptical because Naturally, I would want to wait for the third disc or the final collector's edition to come out to actually play all of this. Mm-hmm. But I don't even I'm I don't even have confidence of when that's going to come out. True. Yeah. Yeah, it could be Kingdom Hearts 3 all over again. Exactly. <laughs> and uh like oh. on, honestly, I just want Square Enix to provide some clarity, like anything, something. Yeah, so yeah. for to answer your question, I think this is actually the best for someone who's never played Final Fantasy VII before. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Because there, there's absolutely no expectation. If you've never played Final Fantasy VII before and you want to try this, you should totally do it because, like, you're not going to be disappointed. Right. Whereas I might be disappointed, like, if I find out there's not even a part two coming out in the next two years. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, that, thank you for the insight. I know you're one of the biggest Final Fantasy fans I know. Yeah. So you have every right to talk about it as much as you can and divulge all that information to us. Yeah, it just it's it's shocking to me that Square Enix has just not even revealed that when when are the other parts of the world or discs coming I out. I think that might also be, to your point, that maybe this is like they're trying to market it more for people who've never really who've played, never played it, yeah. Final Fantasy VII. Because then if you're saying, oh, well, this is part one, some people might be like, oh, well, I have to buy part two and three. And it's just like someone who doesn't know much about it. They might be like, oh, well, I don't know if I want to wait for a part two or three or I don't know if I want to play an incomplete game. Exactly. So maybe they're like, oh, well, this is the game. And then people who've never played, never really heard much about it. They'll be like, oh, well, I'll try it out. And they'll finish it and they'll be like, oh, maybe there's a sequel coming, but I'll wait. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this is an incomplete game. That's why I can't start it. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense, and I, I, I think that you have every right to feel this way. Yeah, and hopefully they'll tell you when the the whole thing's coming out. But I don't think it's going to be in the next couple of years. I think they're going to wait five years. Yeah, I mean, on the plus <laughs> side, they've already done a lot of work already. Like the, right. the mechanics That's fair, are there. Yeah, yeah the, the mechanics, mechanics are, are there. there. The assets are there. So that's I, very true. I assume it wouldn't take as long to make the next two sections of the game. Mm-hmm. Assuming it's two sections, it could, who knows? It could be more. <laughs> it's a remake. More, it could be I less. Know. Who knows? Because, yeah. like you said, they didn't say anything. They haven't so said anything. It could be five more sections. Who yeah. knows? But or DLC, no. or it could be Kingdom Hearts, where they release like ten thousand games in between that are slo- like loose mm. spinoff games. Oh man! You know, like, but like they have a working portion of it so they're like teasing the fans hardcore yeah they're totally yeah, well, i mean that shows their confidence sure they, yeah sure. if they're willing because mo- nowadays a lot of games do not release demos yeah and they release and they're broken and they don't work or they're poorly optimized yep so the fact that they released a demo suggests yeah. that they're very confident in what they have so far so i mean that says something i don't know it's kind of up in the air at this point yeah my there's only one way I would get the game on launch, and it's if Square Enix surprises me 
next week and tells us, oh, the episodes are actually coming out like yearly and ep- and this first remake part's only $20. Mm. And like that, that would definitely get people to buy it. That would be the dream. That would like yeah. that would be the dream cuz then you add it all up, it equals $60 for like the all three. Think, By the yeah. way, for I'm only saying three because there's physically three discs of the original PlayStation 3 game, the original PlayStation 1 game. There might not even be like three things. I'm just basing it off of that because technically Midgar is disc one. So that that's the only way, reason why I'm saying three. It might not be three. I think it'll come out within the next five years. Oh, one can only hope. <laughs> one can only. I was about to say five is a is optimistic. Like five's five's gr- like I think fine. Like five's yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. The fully released version will come out within five years. I think that is okay. I can wait for. I can wait for that. Yeah, there's gonna be other games coming out. Yeah, you know. But just to, like to give another example, like of if they pulled this with Final Fantasy X which is my favorite Final Fantasy game, mm-hmm. I would be totally, like, pissed off as a fan. Because I'm just like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> this, like I know that this game has an end. Like, it has an end, and you're splitting it up into three episodes. Not to mention, I don't know when these three episodes are coming out. Like, like take any, take any game that you love, and they did a remake of it, mm-hmm. and they're splitting it up into however many episodes, and each episode is still $60, and they don't tell you when the full thing is actually going to come out. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, It it would be like having a movie end on a cliffhanger, but then you don't even know if they're going to make the next movie. You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like in Harry Potter, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's like eight books, and then like they make one movie. I feel like they they, kind of made you assume that the next the next right. part would come out at the next year or oh, it was okay. already even more yeah that's a bad example uh, what's uh <laughs> let's say incredibles, ah. incredibles. oh my god it's on sort of a cliffhanger there new villain go. shows up there's still unanswered questions and then the next movie comes out like 15 years later <laughs> and, <you're> like, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it continues right we're, we're left off but it's still yeah. like, weird yeah, my son's like, a teenager now <laughs> yeah like I heard, I think that one of the actors who played one of the kids, he grew up, so they yeah. had to use a di- different actor. That's yeah. Why he sound, yeah, that's yeah. why Dash sounds different. Yeah. <laughs> I really think it. I, it really shocks me that they did an Incredibles and they started right where they left off, though. Yeah, like, like minutes, like, like within minutes of like where they that, left off. That is that was surprising to me because I thought it would have been cool if all of these, like the kids especially, were older. Oh, if they like jumped yeah. through time. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. uh, there was a video game that came out right after the movie came out, the first movie, and it continued right after the first movie came out, and they basically this with the sequel they just ignored that game <laughs> is it shenmue no it was it had the underminer like it took place right after the first oh, okay, movie okay. ended and the underminer it had frozone of course and then i forgot the rest of it was but you're the underminer was like one of the bad guys and they well, just said yeah, no yeah. Uh, which i understand for creative freedom mm-hmm. so i thought that was interesting that so they're like this is sure. an official sequel and then they're like no it's not yeah I don't whatever know, weird. and the underminer in small minor spoiler for incredible 2 the underminer part it goes nowhere. Like the underminer, <laughs> the underminer disappears at the end of that sequence, and you never see him again. Uh, so there's no point to having just him. like real moles. There's no, yeah, there's, he served very little purpose in that movie at all. So it was weird. Why, why even continue it at that part? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was. It was to set up the family. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. I don't know. That movie was. Eh. I didn't like it as much as the original. The, I yeah. love definitely the original. Same. The best one. Yeah, I think yeah. we we can all collectively agree. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, what are you what are you playing? 
Uh, I've been playing some Heroes of the Storm. Which, You've been playing HOTS? Yes, I've been playing HOTS. Oh, wow. Uh, just because a lot of my friends started playing League uh, oh. again, and I was just like, I can't get into League. Right. Is League, I... a th- we're coming back with League? Did League never leave? League, <laughs> League never left. Thing. Okay. League is still Still thing. toxic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I don't know, League's just not for me. I, I used to play HOTS a while ago. Uh, and then, so one of my friends was like, "All right, if you don't want to play League, then we'll let's try Hots playing Hots again." So we started getting back into Hots again, uh, and I I still like it. Like I don't. This is the only MOBA I've ever played. Mm. I haven't even touched League or Dota don't, don't or Smite it. or yeah. any of those games. Yeah, I've only played Hots, and I'm told that Hots is like a much easier version. It's Baby League, <laughs> uh, but nice. I I'm fine with that yeah. because there's a lot of concepts that I know of in League that I just don't want to deal with. Like last hitting is a thing in League. Where it's not a thing in HOTS, just everybody shares XP, everybody, you don't have to buy things from a shop, it's just everybody gets their own abilities that they level up, because you, your whole entire team levels up together. Oh. Uh, and also, the games are much shorter, like, mm. I think a standard league game is like 40 minutes to an hour, whereas a standard HOTS game, because there's like a replay system where you can see all the games that you played, and you can rewatch them, uh, and in... My average time for a HOTS game is like 20 minutes. Wow. Sometimes less. And so it just depends on how well you do. Like if you get stomped or you stomp the other team, then it's going to be even less than 20 minutes. But in general, it's like 20 to 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, yeah, there's a lot of cool mechanics. Like in in League, you like there's like monsters, right? Jungling. Where you yep. go in, you kill monsters, and you get XP. So in HOTS, when you go in and you kill these monsters in the jungle they become your minions and they'll like start fighting for you. Like they're they're called mercenaries. So you kill a mercenary camp and the mercenaries go and they fight a tower for you. And that makes the game go by much faster because you have like extra damage on against the enemy team. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of like side objectives and every map has different objectives. Like one, one map you have to collect a bunch of bombs and you, and you use the bombs to nuke the enemy base. Or there's another one where you can't even directly attack your enemy's uh, base. Okay. You have to like, um, capture these control points and the control points shoot these cannonballs at the enemy base or like there's one that's like a pirate thing there's one that's like a graveyard thing there's like a lot of variations and you know yeah. they use characters from Overwatch and Diablo and uh, Starcraft Warcraft so there's a lot of like familiar faces and there's like voice lines and there's a lot of cool stuff to it so so far I'm liking it um, I'd recommend it to anyone who doesn't really play MOBAs or Wants to try a MOBA, but nothing so hardcore like League or Dota. Um, HOTS is definitely on the easier end of things, and it's still fun. Sometimes you can run into some toxic people. Oh, it happens. Yeah. Any game, any mm. multiplayer game, True. Any multiplayer game, you're going to find toxic people. Run into that sometimes, but not as much. You know, every I usually play with a group of, uh, I'd say, three to four friends. Um, and so it's an, on a five-man team, you know, generally, if most of us are a team together, it's it's fine. Um, but yeah, I've been mostly playing that. Then I've also been playing, uh, still playing Legends of Runeterra, which mm-hmm. is the League of Legends spin-off card game, mm-hmm. which is still a lot of fun. Um, the you know, there's a lot of decks you can try, and it, I, like I mentioned before, it's really easy to get cards. So it's I like like it more than Hearthstone in that it's easier to try new decks and new concepts, and you know just have fun with it. But yeah, those have been my main two games so far, and it's a little bit of Monster Hunter. Uh, Because they have, like, an event going on, but, Mm. yeah. Cool. Not too much. Nice. Fun stuff. I'm still playing DBD. I'm waiting for Chains of Hate to come out, the DLC with the cowboy and the gun. I heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, it's supposed to come out either this weekend, maybe, or next week. Sometime next week. So, once that 
uh, comes, I'm still replaying DVD, and <laughs> nothing will change. I'll just be playing. How it often still. do they release uh, like update, like expansions like that? It seems like once every couple months, which is pretty cool yeah, and pretty healthy. Pretty, that's pretty yeah, good. because three years ago, this game was totally different. It had no perks, very few characters. And then now, yeah, I thought later, it was gonna die. Like, <laughs> everyone did. Because it was just like, uh, it's a cool concept, but they're not really doing anything with it. So I was just like, I'm yeah. not really interested. But yeah, it seems like they're releasing content pretty regularly, which yep. keeps the game flowing, you know. Yep. And with every new DLC, there's always an update to the game where people complain. And I'm just like, I'm totally fine with it. It's yeah, it's fine. Every game has Th- that. That was my experience with Destiny 2, which yeah. I haven't touched in a while, um, just because there's so many other games to play. But yeah, it was the same thing. Like, there would yep. be constant updates. There's new Every season, there's a big expansion. Yep. And every time people are like, the game's dying, multiplayer sucks, blah, blah, blah. But people still keep playing it. <laughs> yeah. They're still playing it. Yep. I see videos all the time. They're like, nerf this, nerf that. It's like, the game's never going to be perfect. It's always going to Of course, have, yeah. It's always going to be one thing that's broken or one weapon that's overpowered or one game mode that just isn't working for people. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, any game, any big scale game like that's going to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there, There's a... Uh, there's a mobile game of DVD coming out, Dead by Daylight Mobile. Uh, okay. It's supposed to be spring 2020 is when it gets this released. Is like just the exact same thing, but worse graphics. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it looks like a potato. Okay. It looks okay. like yeah. It's I mean, basically like PUBG Mobile. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, same, I know they have a Call of Duty Mobile. Same. Now, yeah, no, yeah. But it's funny you mentioned that, Elisa. PUBG Mobile and um, or well, PUBG and uh, and Dead by Daylight share the same engine, the Unreal Engine, um, which is based on a shooter. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that they have a new killer that's going to have a gun because the mechanics of him are basically a shooter uh, without the bullet because he has like a, a hook that goes does inside he have, of you. Does he have an ADS? Yeah, he has ADS. Okay. Yeah, he's got ADS? Aim, aim down sights. Like iron sights? Iron, okay. Yeah, when you, yeah, when you yeah. Like go that like that in front of, the, in okay. front of your face. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and DVD Mobiles has a, a, a mobile version coming. Uh, it's free to play. Of course, if you want to spend money on cosmetics, you can. Um, so I, I typed it into the store earlier, like an hour ago. I was trying to see if I could like pre-download it or pre-register or yeah. something, and I could pre-register it. Uh, and then when I was typing that in, there's another game called Dead Before Daylight. <laughs> Are they related? <laughs> no. Okay. Like, Dead Before Daylight <laughs> is like a much more potato-looking version of Dead by Daylight, but That's, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're trying to capitalize on that. You know? I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's mobile. Yep. There's always rip-off. The mobile marketplace is filled with rip-offs of other games <laughs> it's everywhere. Great. Super Jumpman next <laughs> it's, to Mario. It's You're everywhere. Like, oh. You know how many Clash of Clans clones there are? Yep. Like, yep. There's so many. <laughs> it's great. No, I got a kick out of that. There's another game called, um, what is it? Like, something nine and you there you can have two killers and then there's eight players which i thought was a really cool concept but it's basically yeah. just discount dbd again yeah uh i because I, I i like the dbd like uh style like yeah. that that one versus all kind of mechanic mm-hmm. i wish more games there were more games that did that kind of thing mm-hmm. i know there have been like evolve was one of the first ones sure that, like i don't think evolve was the first one to do it but they were the first one to like make it like draw attention to that kind of gameplay um but evolve you know, I heard just got worse and worse, and mm. it doesn't exist anymore. Yep, pretty uh, much. And then there was that uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I think we've had this whole conversation. Before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then there was a Predator game coming out. But yeah, yeah. I, I I just wish that more games did that kind of thing. It's really interesting. Well, you're in luck. The 
the uh, Resident Evil 3 remake is going to have Resident Evil asymmetrical horror game where one person's the mastermind and there's like five people that are the survivors but they have guns and they shoot zombies and the mastermind can send like Mr. X they can send Nemesis or whatever oh, to chase oh, you wow. yeah, it's I, actually I, really cool I don't think that's an original idea either but no, absolutely I think not. yeah I think there haven't really hasn't been a game that's like a big AAA game that's done something like that yeah, yeah finally cool. yeah Resident Evil's doing cool. it yeah and I, I'm I don't I want to get the two remake, and I also want to get the three, but I want to wait till three goes on sale. I'm not really in a rush to play that multiplayer mode because I have DVD to fill that space right now. Yeah, yeah. I tried um, last year. Have you guys heard of that? The Nightmare. Uh, it's basically no. a kickstarted no. game um, that it, it's in the, set in the 1990s. It's an asymmetrical horror game. the The killer ha- can choose from three separate uh, types of killers, and they're you can choose them at will, basically. Well, until you die. Uh, so you have like five five survivors, four or five survivors, and you're it's set in a school, and you're supposed to you know do a bunch of objectives to escape. It's kind of like DBD. Um, mm-hmm. And the killer can set up traps. They can uh, they can spawn near you and then start beating you up. And then the survivors can fight back, and they can like hit him with a wrench. They can punch him. Oh, they, cool. One of them has a shotgun and then shoots him. Uh, and then they added a new killer to the list, which is a spider. It's just a giant spider. Okay. And uh, my friend and I tried it because there was a three day weekend, and we were like, let's just go back to playing DBD. Hey, maybe so, maybe it'll get better as time passes. Yeah. If more people adopt Especially it, if it's but... a Kickstarter. And yeah. it was so it's it got released like two years ago, but it was only on Discord. And like no one buys games on Discord. I, oh, I don't know I anyone that buys games. Have you mentioned this before? I, yeah, this I think I did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I was like, it sounds familiar. It's a Discord. It was a Discord release for like a year, and then that, it said. I think that soon. could hold it back. I think that would hold it back. No yeah. offense, but I don't think that many people are looking for games on Discord. No, no. definitely not. I don't. The immediate screen that pops up when you open up Discord is like you know, like shows kind of. Isn't ads. it still in beta mode too? Like I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like I I get what they're trying to do, and I think it's really cool, but I don't use Discord for that. Yeah, yeah I, th- I don't think Discord. There's already enough game launchers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Discord's not going to break into that. I market. got Steam. I got Origin. I yeah. got Ubisoft Uplay. I got Battle.net. Like, I don't need any more. Epic Game Store. <laughs> Ep- oh, gosh, you know? yeah. And then a lot of companies, Bethesda and mm, whoever. Rockstar. And Rockstar are yeah. making their yeah. own launchers. And it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Well, that's the reason. one of the reasons why it failed. And everyone thought when, before it came out it was going to be the DVD killer. Mm-hmm. DVD still killed it, so <laughs> yeah. everyone thought the Friday the Thirteenth game was gonna be a DVD killer, but hey, it, that game's dying too. So, I mean, yeah, DVD's still kicking it. It's yeah. Great. Um, yeah. so on top of that, I've been playing Yakuza Three, and without spoiling anything, um, I think it's really cool. At least that takes place right after the end of Yakuza Two. You're taking care of an orphanage, and most of the game is you at the orphanage, which is pretty interesting. So you're actually in um like, taking care of kids. Is it one of those things where? But is it one of those things where you start off in Kamurocho, but and then you go to like, for example, um, what, 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 where was it? Okinawa. Oh uh, uh, no, I was uh, referencing six. Oh. Uh, Hir- uh, Hiroshima, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it one of those things where half of it is in each city, or a- majority of it is in Okinawa? Um, I, right now it feels like half and half. Okay. But it feels like I've spent more time at the orphanage in Okinawa. That's why I'm saying it like it. It feels like you're spending more time there. If you think about it, this is the, uh, like in terms of the Yakuza franchise release schedule, this is the first game that is not set in just Tokyo. Mm, Like in terms of like the whole history of the game. So, so when this game first 
and excluding Zero, which includes Osaka. And two remake, which includes Osaka. Which, yes, exactly. Yeah. But like starting from the very first regular Yakuza, regular Yakuza two, and uh, then Yakuza three. This is yeah. the first time it's in a different location. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I never I never played the first two games when they first came out, so I can't really yeah. say. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Kiryu looks good good in a Hawaiian shirt. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Makes you want to go to Okinawa. Um, when when I was walking around Tokyo, I was like, man, I can't believe I'm going to go here. And when I was in Okinawa, I was like, damn, I want to go there. <laughs> Gotta go there in the summer, though. I, oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's true. Or spring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to go to Tokyo in spring, so I think that's that's pretty nice, too. See some flowers. Yeah. It's going to be chill. Blossoms. Yep. Yeah. So, I've been playing that. Um, nice. I'm not going to go anything, into anything else, but what I do want to talk about are... I've been noticing Kiryu says a lot of the same things over and over again. And I'm sure you've noticed this, too. Nani? Yeah. So, that's the number one thing. He says of- Nani... A lot. Nani. It's in in different ways, different tones. Does he say it with an Okinawan? <laughs> no, he doesn't have okay. an Okinawan. I was about accent. to say, like, God, if he just if the whole game's just Nani. No. <laughs> so the other two phrases he says are he says someone's name, like um uh like Daigo. he's like Daigo Omae. And it oh, just yep. like trails off, right? Yeah. Which is a very common anime thing. And by the way, Omae is a very rude way of saying you in Japanese. You should never use oh. that ever in Japanese <laughs> because it's really, really rude. Um, Have you ever said that towards Har- Haruka? No, he never said okay. that to her. That was, I, I, I won't, <laughs> That's like a dude thing. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Like, Omae. Oh huh. um, there's also that meme, like, Omae oh wa yeah. shindeiru, like you're already dead. Um, and the other the other two things he says are nandato, which means like what did you just say or what the hell? Oh, okay. he says that a lot. Then uh, the last thing he says a lot is do you kotoda, which means what do you mean by that or what do you mean? I I see that kids are giving him a hard time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so all uh, these phrases are him being confused yeah. towards kids. <laughs> so, yeah. The way I notice that this game in particular moves along, and maybe I just haven't noticed it for the previous games, is. For the plot to keep going, Kiryu has to ask a question like "nani" or "do you mean?" and then they, then the plot goes on because he doesn't know what's going on. So in order for the viewer to understand, we put ourselves in his shoes and we ask, "What's going on?" Got it. I'm just uh, like, oh. I guess it's a. I mean, I guess it moves it forward. Yeah, you know? you're an old man, so not, not the most creative way of progressing the story, but sure. right, <laughs> sure. right. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, Kiryu doesn't seem like he knows everything all the time, which is totally fine because that would make a game really boring. Yeah. But he just, he asks that so many times and I'm like, is he going to say it? If I took a shot for every time he said it, I'd be drunk by now. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm just like, I'm like thinking, mm, is he going to, yep, there it is. There's the Nani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, overall, uh, I'm really enjoying the game. Cool. I can't wait to really get my um, head in that game. Yeah, I think you mentioned to me earlier it's it's really short. Yeah, I'm, it's the it's the shortest game in the franchise. I'm ready on chapter eleven, and there's twelve chapters. Wow! All right, cool. <laughs> I mean, is this the least amount of time you've ever spent on the game? I think so. But I think this game also has the least amount of mini quests and sub stories and <sighs> like uh yeah. like sides side things. Pretty much. But are you enjoying golf? Uh no, I played okay. it once and I was just like, I'm... is it like baseball where it sucks ass? Yeah, it's like golf from Yakuza Kiwami 2. Okay. It was okay. Got it, got it. But it's a little bit more convoluted. Okay. Um, It was fine. Uh, There's a hostess minigame that is not what I thought it was going to be. It's not the same as what you're thinking. It's like you have to manage her by dressing her up. 
and putting makeup on her and then telling her and training her it takes a lot of time wait so it's basically one step of the current cabaret club like if you think about cabaret club with like say majima or like in kiwami too right half of it is dress is actually the makeup part and training the hostess and the other half is actually the running the the hostess club you don't have the running of the hostess club it's just the dressing up part and i it got really boring to me fast because like you have to do it once and then she gets tired and you only have one hostess and then and then once you're finished leveling her up all the way to 100 percent, she leaves and then you hire a new hostess and you do the whole oh thing that over is again. weird okay. but then you have all the, the things that you bought from the previous one and you just dress her up with the same thing or something similar and then whatever the customers want they will go to her for that so let's say like we want a girl who's charismatic so you have to train her and also make her wear clothing that makes her more charismatic and then you can get all the money and points and stuff interesting so you're not a customer where you can fall in love with a hostess and you're not actually running a cabaret club in a sense that you are managing an actual session but you are just training them Mm. and after they're trained it's that yeah okay um but that to your previous point there is a game where you go to a cabaret club and you and it's just the regular one where you can actually yep like fall for a cabaret girl okay yeah and then uh you you end up like going somewhere with her on a date and then you become friends with her and then yeah. you have to save her from something and you beat someone up. Oh, okay, cool. And then you, to get all the achievements, you have to do that or all the trophies. I mean, you have to, do, you know, complete all those little side missions. Nice. So, um, yeah. Again, in true Yakuza fashion, all the girls are porn stars and I'm like, all right. And you recognize all of them? Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had to Google it and I didn't mm-hmm. want to, Elisa. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, there's pool billiards and i was just like it's the same as before and i did not enjoy that and i was like i'm not gonna play this batting cages bowling again there's bowling is there is there darts darts i like darts though. darts, darts is, yeah. is fun <laughs> um i didn't play it yet i've been avoiding all that stuff because i've already done it in previous yakuza yeah. games uh, and i'm just like i'm just gonna keep playing the main story yeah i feel like if there's not a new take on it then yeah. why do it again right it, but, and especially since they're only remastered exactly and, yeah. we're technically going back in time and playing yeah. the game so we're just, yeah. it's supposed to be leading up to the better stuff but we've already played the better stuff so it's just like but <laughs> just wait till you get to yakuza 5 and it's like hell yeah si- side quest over si- <laughs> like side quest on side quest on side like freaking yeah there's just so much in oh yakuza yeah five. yakuza 5 is the longest game that's i'm excited why. i'm yeah. really excited for that yeah one. i'm not gonna finish it by the time animal crossing comes out and that's okay oh of course not wait <laughs> oh you can't finish oh, oh yeah no oh, i was you trying can't finish yakuza I was, 5 i was so trying Trust i will me. say <laughs> if you finished yakuza 3 by tomorrow you could you could probably finish four by animal crossing if you now that you're working from home every day yeah that's true you could actually probably finish four but you can't finish five okay i'm not being negative no no i'm being realistically i'm being pragmatic yeah no realistically (laughs) it does because you're playing five different characters yeah exactly that that makes sense yeah um yeah a lot of the side stuff i've been trying to play like kind of i've been playing a lot of the sub stories um and they're still as wacky as they were before um it's interesting tradition there's one, the most interesting one, and this isn't really a spoiler, and I'm not going to talk about any other side, sub-stories aside from this one, because I think you'd get a kick out of this, Elisa. Um, it's about learning English in the game. And the way they the way they show 
Kiryu learning English is they have big bold letters and they just put a space between all the letters. Oh God! And so you have. There's a lady that tells you you should learn English. You buy a book from her and you learn English and then you meet someone on the street and then you learn English. You learn, you use what you learned to them and it's pretty easy what the answer is yeah. <laughs> because it's all in English. And I think that's what the original game was trying to portray I was see. that like, it, you know, it's all spaced out because the Japanese player was like, I don't know, understand what this means. Like, I'm just going to pick this, you know. Uh, but of course, the regular text is supposed to be the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um so I thought that was interesting because the the story is about an English school that was um, scamming people. And I'm not going to go anywhere besides that. But in real life, there was an, an actual Japanese English school that was scamming people. And oh. this sub story was kind of based on that. Okay. And I thought that was really cool. All yeah. Right. Look up Nova if you guys have a chance. Nova, okay. Nova is a, was a company in Japan that was trying to enforce people to learn English. Um, they had a cute little character. They had like offices everywhere. And turns out they were scamming people. So I was like, oh, this is just like that. So yeah. pretty cool. Um, overall. Solid game, really short, as I said before. Uh, I, it's it's really easy and really accessible. Um, I'm not saying you should start with this game by no means, but uh, as a longtime Yakuza fan, I think fans will be like, "Oh yeah, this who- is the easiest game." I think this is the easiest game overall okay. so far, and because it's also the shortest. I, I think, yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I now I'm seeing why it makes sense they bundled three, four, and five together. Yeah, because they're they're one they were like let's just release everything out there. Yeah. Two they're like these games are too short to release on their own. So, except for five. Yeah. With, except for five. But three and four, I feel like, are going to be really short. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, when you start playing it, Elisa, we will talk more. Sounds good. And as always, we'll have a Yakuza 3 spoiler cast once we're both done with the game. Sounds Actually, we should do a Yakuza Remastered Collection spoiler cast because these games are too short. We can do... We can bundle three and four together and talk about five by Perfect. itself. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, okay. Um... We don't have any questions this week, but I do want to give a shout out to Ben on Twitter who noticed the mistake that I uploaded. <laughs> uh, so, so when you did the upload mistake, my I it had already fixed on my Apple Podcast. So, like, what you when you messaged me uh, about it, when I listened to it, it was already fine. Oh. But then I didn't real I didn't realize that it was like a whole like thing. Uh, but we fixed it. Yeah, it's we fixed. fixed it, y'all. <laughs> so Ben, thank you. I will. I promise I'll do a better vetting process <laughs> when I'm checking QC. I got to do QC. No, we fixed it. Yeah. Everything's fixed. That's see, when I messaged you. I was like, oh crap, am I gonna have to delete everything from every single platform? But you're like, nah, just upload it to Bobby. Yeah, you just gotta. That's so chill. Yeah, you just gotta. <laughs> you just gotta delete it and re-upload. Oh, that's so easy. Yeah. Thank you, technology. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, technology. Uh, yeah, no, no comments or questions this week, but if you would like to make sure you go to our website, www.downtime.live, you can submit a question or comment in the contact section. It'll bring up a new window with a new form. Just fill it out. If you want to send us an email the old fashioned way, contact us at contact at downtime.live. Uh, we will read your, read your question or comment on the podcast. Um, you can leave a question or comment on anywhere that this podcast is hosted, uh, we, we will read it on the podcast. Leave us an Apple, leave us a review on Apple iTunes slash uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, yeah, we'll read it on the podcast. We're still five out of five, which is a pretty good track record. Um, if you want to join our Discord, look in the description of this audio slash video, and uh, you can click on the word Discord or click on the link that's affiliated next to the word Discord, and it'll take you to an invitation where you can join us, where we talk about everything from anime to video games to music to 
whatever news. Yeah. Maybe you'll see some updates about COVID-19. I don't know. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that, though. <laughs> we stay positive on this podcast. Hell yeah. Um, Except when I complain about everything, but you know. Well, that's life. <laughs> Gotta complain about something. We all do. Uh, did I miss anything? Nope. I think that's it. Cool, y'all. Any closing words? Anything you guys want to talk about before we call it? Uh, please watch the Sonic the Hedgehog movie so it makes enough money for a sequel. <laughs> I think it already did make enough. I, I feel oh, like it, it, I think all we're right. all, I think we're already on the right track. Like, I'm checking this right now. This this was like the highest grossing video game film. Really? Yeah, thought, it, it, it beat it, no, it beat it Detective beat Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. I think oh. we've we've already surpassed it. Yeah. Get out of the way, po- Pokemon is bigger than Sonic though. That's the most yeah. surprising. Sonic part. is like barely anything now yeah, it, all these it, shitty it, games. It, complete, it, it already beat detective pikachu so yeah all right give me a number how much do you think it made i want to say domestically or internationally the total everything. total so I, far i want to say it's made like 90 like how i don't know, say 100 million uh jordan's closer 273 <laughs> but how much did it cost it cost make? 81 to 95 million dollars to make Okay, so at least made at least made its money back. Yeah, because like you have to double for marketing, right? Yep. So okay, and uh, it's surprising because uh, so it's already, it, it's already making um, it already broke. Uh, it broke. Yeah. Yeah, it broke even. So dang. Yeah, it. All this right. is crazy. All right. Yeah. Wait, how much did Detective Pikachu make? I want to see. But you also have to weigh in the cost of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Detective Pikachu's budget was 150 million more than Sonic. That. Okay. And it made four hundred and thirty-three million so far. That is not surprising because Detective Pikachu has more assets and more Pokemon that had yeah, to be created. I think Pokemon's yeah. more marketable. Yeah. Mm. Whereas in Sonic, only one single character, so it makes True. sense that it's cheaper. True. Uh, but I enjoyed Sonic. Did you Did you watch it already? Mm-mm. You haven't. Okay. When you When you get a chance. No, no, it's on my radar. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like. Breaking news, not breaking news. Well, breaking news to us. The the James Marsden sign up for more sequels. Hey. So, what, what, what about Jim Carrey? Did Jim Carrey sign up for more sequels? <laughs> he says he would like to expand on Robotnik in the future, so he's open to being in more sequels. Okay, okay. Um, it does not say if he signed on to any of them or not, but uh, <laughs> I I enjoyed him as as a uh, Robotnik. I heard that all the characters honestly were very enjoyable in this movie. Yeah, there wasn't anyone that I found annoying. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there is a character that's annoying, but they're, like, a character who's supposed to be annoying. Like, okay. this nagging sure. character. I but, see. Yeah, like, she's fine. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, thank you both for... Thank you. ...doing this. This is dope. Um, we need to, we need to have more podcasts. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening to the 129th episode of Dentai Podcast. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.